Information. I'm a boomer. It's me on Facebook now. <laughs> Hello, world. My name is Anna Indiana, and I'm so excited. This is Quitters Never Give Up. Go ahead. Repping for all of Quitters Never Give Up. Check off Christopher. Check off Jen Pastorini. Check off Lindsay. Check off Hello, Drew. Oh, the great Ed Wynn, ladies and gentlemen. I love him so much. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do! Auto-generated using AI. I hope you like it. Hola, party people. It is Quitters Never Give Up, episode 133. How's everybody doing? Good. We're doing! All right, uh, Frank Murphy, let's uh, introduce our first quitter. Hey, Jen, where are those art history pictures I was supposed to see? Thank you, Frank. How you doing, Jennifer? <laughs> I'm good. Hello, party people. Let's say hello to Edwin. I'm a Bing man, but go ahead. <laughs> Bing! Oh, sweetie. <laughs> no, he, he's more Ask Jeeves. Yes. Edwin the Bing man. How you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm good. Bing says I'm good. Let's say hello to Drew. Drew. Hey, Drew. Having fun? How you doing, Drew? I'm having fun. That's right, Chris. <laughs> Stone Street. Let's say hello to Lindsay. Spit on this, Lindsay. How you doing, Lindsay? I knew there were going to be a lot of Lindsay drops from that one. <laughs> there was just so many. I know. And that was the best one. And, and uh, of course, I'm Christopher. Are you calling it? Are you refusing to participate? Is this a boycott? Are you quitting? Is that what's happening here? Am I on my own? You know quitters never give up. I have we just heard, heard that, from Ellie. Chris. Thank you, Ellie. We never give up. <laughs> Free promotion. That was awesome. <laughs> mm. Your voice sounds a lot like Beans in that clip. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, uh, I had like double daddy syndrome going on that day. It was nice. <laughs> oh, my double God. Daddy, I like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, are we doing the flashback with no introduction? Is that what we're doing now? I hope sure. so. Okay. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback. Because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now... Flashback. Flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. We had to be done with him by six o'clock this morning so that we can start broadcasting live for drink boxing anyway. Nope. So also <laughs> just worked out. Also what? canceled. Yeah, the man. I just I got to get some sort of a schedule. <laughs> Shut down by the man. For those of you that uh, were expecting uh, drink boxing, for some reason we had to run it by the California Association of Amateur, Amateur Boxer. Boxers yeah. or something like that. And they, they have to sanction it. It turns out they didn't find it funny that the guys would be drinking between rounds. To them, 
that seemed bad to no us. Sense of humor. To us, that's perfect. We thought we created a new sport. I figured it would just take off. Yeah, like they the get UFC, this one in the bud. Like the UFC has. I figured it'd be drink boxing all over the land. But no, they don't think it's funny, and they're not going to sanction it, and we can't do it. Hmm. Freaking man, I'll tell you, coming down on us. Bum, 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 bum. I remember this happening too. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, I remember Adam Carolla's commentary on it on Loveline the night before saying, this is not going to make it. They don't allow that. And he was 100% right about two days later. <laughs> I still think it, I'd go see it. Maybe we can have it at your wedding. Uh, sure. At this point, everything's go for the wedding. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's an insurance the policy I don't have to pay for. So, okay. And we'll, we'll have uh, <laughs> Drew's re- wedding <clears throat> we'll have Drew's wedding. Sorry, I got the uh, stuff caught in my throat. Uh, we'll have Drew's re- re- <laughs> we'll have Drew's wedding rated by the Boxing Association. <laughs> Perfect, excellent. There wow. it was. I was also thinking, how many times did Kevin and Bean say, you know, someone else didn't think that was this was funny what they were trying to do? They were right. always getting shot down. <laughs> All righty, next one. And now. It's time for a moment with Kevin. Did he ever hit her over the head with her fake leg? No, it doesn't say that he did that. But look, McCartney is such a... He's a pacifist. Exactly. He feels guilty eating tofu, you know? Did he ever hit her with her own leg? Did being, someone just say that? I just asked that kidding? five seconds I was ago. We <laughs> have to turn that off. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. Okay. I know I, I heard it somewhere. I remember the day that happened. That was the look of surprise on Kevin's face after he said it and saw everybody looking at him yeah. was was priceless because then he thought, oh, really? It was like everybody had just seen the Virgin Mary in their waffle or whatever, you know, and they were just looking at me like, how could you possibly say that? And I knew someone else had just said it. So that was uh, that was classic. Kevin is Kevin cannot have the TV on during the show. That's the new rule. Oh, I'm that's yeah. I get easily of distracted. Course. That's my problem. They saw the Virgin Mary in their waffle. <laughs> yeah, or cheater toast, or I mean, I normally I heard of those things. Waffles new to me, but I'm going to be looking from now on with my egos. I love Kevin. Yeah, mm. we need to get a all of the ones that Kevin did where he just wasn't listening. Remember, the other one was nothing good happens after two a.m. And then Kevin turns right around and says, <laughs> "Yeah, but a lot of good does." <laughs> Uh, well, here's a good Kevin one. I tell you, what we need to do is start you out in Lucas at the Garden of Eden because people don't realize that the Garden of Eden is actually in Kansas. Oh, tell me about that. What's the Garden of Eden? Well, it, it's Strip a... Strip club? Uh, <laughs> it's a, <laughs> a, a Civil War hero named Dinsmore built uh, uh, a concrete sculptures of uh, the Garden of Eden uh, characters, and it's probably uh, the weirdest place you will ever see. And actually, this guy... All right, you got to listen to Kevin's trying to uh, interrupt, and then his sighing in the background. <laughs> Build himself a mausoleum, and you can still see the old boy there in the mausoleum um, in a glass tomb. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, it's it's exciting. And, Richard- and this is in a little town called Lucas, Kansas, that also has the uh, the Grass Arts Arts Museum. And uh, they have um, a car built from uh, pull tabs from cans. Of course, we don't have those anymore, but uh, anyway. 
That's pretty cool. And now, of course, cancer. How can you listen to that and say that's pretty cool? Because you can't come to Kansas without uh, talking about the Wizard of Oz, right? Right. Yeah, I, I understand. There's no place like home. So there, there is a complex, right, that has all sorts of Wizard of Oz stuff, right? Uh, oh yeah. Well, there's the the Oz Museum in Wamego, and uh, it's it's actually very cool. Uh, I'm there. Richard, let me Richard. just run this by you, because Bean is a guy who we can't get to go do an interview for our show at a coffee shop with girls in lingerie <laughs> that's like two minutes from his house. We can't get him to go out. He says, oh, no, I'm a Starbucks guy. <laughs> now, they don't have the barbed wire museum at the coffee shop. <laughs> now he's going to Kansas to go to the barbed wire exhibit, the Civil War hero that's made concrete sculptures at a car built from pole tops. There you go, man. Hey, Richard, what about uh, World's Largest Prairie Dog in Oakley? Is that still up and running? Can I still see that? It's still, you can, yeah, he's still out there. Oh, that sounds great. Is it that a real prairie dog? No, I... What's it made of? It's not, right? Yeah, no, it's not a real prairie dog. All right, let me ask you about just one more thing. And again, oh, wait Richard a minute. Smalley. What's it made out of? What's the world's well, largest usually prairie dog made out of? Well, you usually they're see and find out for yourself, they're, man. They're usually like concrete or something, like the world's largest pecan in Seguin that we went to, Kevin. Remember? They yeah, and I remember thinking, that's made out of cement. What's so big, great about that? Anybody could make a bigger one at any moment. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's something novel that we have All that right. you guys don't have out there. All right. Yeah. Um, Dirt. Fresh air. Yeah, well, you there's know, that. Uh, stars at night, you know, that kind of thing. A lot of well, stars at night. Yeah, there you go. I'm looking forward to that. Richard hey. Smalley is the tourism marketing manager of the Kansas oh, Department of Commerce. what a hellish job. <laughs> Travelks.com. Listen, we don't have time to get into it here, Magic. but I will I will tell the guys when I come back, and maybe I'll bring some slides nope. back, Kevin. No. Nope. I'm going to visit, listen to this, I'm going to visit the world's largest collection of the world's smallest versions of the world's largest things, which there is a touring go. museum that they have in Kansas. How awesome is that? What? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> See, hey, hey Richard, by the, what? By the way, uh, for those of you that aren't going to make it to Kansas, the uh, National Geographic magazine that's coming out in April has 22 pages of uh, hey, Richard. Uh, the Flint Hills hey, in uh, Kansas. Hey, Richard. Yes, sir. You're talking to an audience of one. <laughs> <laughs> You're just talking right to Bean. Uh, and, then, and then Kevin's on fire. That's why they're such a good team. Bane's into it, and Kevin's like, what are you talking about? It's like Laurel and Hardy. One just leads into the other. doesn't matter who's right. What, what year is it? 2007. March 2007. Oh, okay. Yeah, because since then, I now hold the record for the world's largest prairie dog. Dog. Yeah. Darg. <laughs> Would you like to take that back? <laughs> The dark, maybe. <laughs> All right. Do you guys remember Frank Caliendo? Yeah. I yeah. love Frank Caliendo. Like, uh, me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, John Madden impressions. Great. Yep. Um, our favorite new show we are obsessed with is To Catch a Predator with uh, Dayline NBC's uh, uh, Chris Hansen. And it used to be on like infrequently, but now it's such a big smash. It's on every single week, and it's hilarious. Do you watch it at all? Oh, I, lo I love the show because I, I think that it's funny because the predators never stop eating the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that, I never plate, noticed that, that plate of cookies, if you watch them, it, they, they try to go to juice for a little while, then they went back to cookies. Because <laughs> it, it, Ralph, the, can Ralph come in here and do a little Chris Hansen? Yeah, probably. He's uh, he, the Lightning was telling me how great his Chris 
Chris Hansen. And then I asked uh, Ralph, and he's like, it's not that good. I'm like, just come in and just come Because I can't do no, Chris Hansen. I don't want people is, to know. It I is funny, though. Be, it is very funny because for folks who haven't seen the show, they go to ex they're expecting to have sex with a you know with an underage boy or girl, and then Chris Hansen walks out from Dateline NBC with a camera crew and everything like that, and they try to play it so cool. They try to be so nonchalant, <laughs> like, oh hey, how you doing? And, and they the just guy keep eating be, and chatting. The guy <laughs> might be naked. Like the guy <laughs> might come into the room naked. So he'll see the plate of cookies. He'll start eating, and Chris Hansen will come in. Hi there. Enjoying those cookies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are good. These are... Help yourself to some lemonade. <laughs> no, just the cookies. <laughs> What's in your raisins? <laughs> so why did you think you were coming here today? <laughs> did you make these? These are really, really good. Okay? Let's talk about the 14-year-old girl you came here to see. <laughs> oh, she made the cookies. <laughs> right, can we forget about the cookies for a minute? No, no these are so good. Just please put I the cookies down. I can't leave the room and get bushwhacked by a bunch of people. <laughs> mm, this is unbelievable. I'm Chris Hansen from Daylight NBC. <laughs> I'm the show. Mm, you guys have Do you like, like the show? Mm, I like the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they did. They just keep... <laughs> but they're just chopping. I think they don't know. They're so shocked by it that they just don't know what to do. They keep doing whatever it was yeah, they were they, doing. They, they give them that, but it just makes me laugh so yeah. hard because they really do. They get... So, they're, like, they won't even look at him in the eyes. They, mm -hmm. They'll just start... Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, like, like, the cookie's going to save them. Like, it's got some mystical power. It's just a cookie. Sweet cookie, take me away. <laughs> I'm not a doctor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is funny, though, with the show becoming more popular every week, that every single show now has a half a dozen guys who watch the show and yeah. know it could be a setup and still go. Here's one of the chats from that show. You ever watch Dateline? I was watching it yesterday. And the great actors that portray yeah, that's the what guy. That kills me. They can't find two actors to read these transcripts better than right. these two. It's NBC, for God's sakes. This is an exact transcript. Get Steve Carell and Jenna Fisher. You know, <laughs> get, get some of the get NBC. You got actors over there, right? Oh, yeah. God. Use them. Think so. Is it good? Yeah, these TV personnel chat with men as kids, and they ask them to meet them and show it on TV. Oh. It's pretty funny. You should watch it. Pretty funny. But in this show, they send those people to jail for meeting a child. I don't want you in trouble. How did they find out? I don't know. So then that this guy is, no, shows this is, up. This is why they're showing the, the, the yes, words on the, the words. screen. Yeah. That is really bad. That's worst, horrible. The worst <laughs> acting ever. <laughs> we should apply. We're the worst actors. We could do that. Right? I could do no, better than that. Well, I know you could do better, but we'd be in and I could do that. You guys are writing an impressionist bit right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you got to hire Al Pacino or you got to hire <laughs> some you know, Adam Sandler. I was watching the show. Hey, it's how we are doing. Spend your money. You're making it now. Yeah, <laughs> That, that might be a sketch that I want to do on it. Can we use that? Absolutely. I'll have to put a Kevin and Bean and now there's a, a great the program idea. with an asterisk. The cookies. <laughs> oh God. You know, I just always imagined because I noticed this before the, I, they had Frank on and talked about this. I was just like, you know, it's got to be at the gutter. If I keep shoving stuff in my mouth, I can't ask answer their questions. So let's just keep putting stuff in there until completely dry mouth. It's a it's a great defense. <laughs> if the cookie does not fit, I cannot confess. True, yeah. Well, yeah, this was 2007, and I guess that's when the show had just started. I didn't really watch To Catch a Predator until maybe a few years later when a friend of mine was totally into it, and so I watched the episodes then. So well, I, I thought I you were going to say a friend of yours was on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's much better. Right? I'm waiting for I, the revival where they go up to Maine and Catch that woman in the woods with the sticky tape and the knife. That's what I'm looking for him to. 
Um, and if you're it. wondering about Frank Caliendo, he is um, still he's on tour. He's going to be in Denver, Phoenix, Arizona in December. Oh, nice. Ooh, he's a good well, comedian. If you've ever seen his stuff online, he's really funny. Yeah, his stand-up is really good. It, it's much different than what he got known for really on SNL or not SNL, Mad TV. Um, mm-hmm. However, his John Madden impressions are so good that even when John Madden was alive, he's like, I'm not mad. That, that's me. That, that guy gets his, great, <laughs> his, his tough acting connecting. Right. <laughs> All righty. Last one. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Also, lame proposals for Valentine's Day. I guess it's the second most, uh, the second, the, Bean, you want to explain this? <laughs> I'll mark the tape. I'll mark the tape on that one. Don't Thank worry. You. Yep. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. We're on location there, weren't we? I think. Yeah. I, I believe so. Hey, uh, Kevin, can you drink heavily tonight and again tomorrow morning for the live broadcast from Big Bear? Dude, you're so funny when you drink. You have to ask. <laughs> you know, that, uh, that little piece of tape brought to mind an article I just read this morning. This coming out of uh, Reuters News Service from Washington, D.C., from a... Uh, Researchers at Northwestern University in Illinois have come up with this. Men who have had a vasectomy may face an increased risk of developing a rare type of dementia marked by a steady loss of language skills, researchers <laughs> said on Tuesday. <laughs> they have linked male sterilization to a neurological condition called primary progressive aphasia. It causes people's language capabilities to decline steadily with symptoms such as faulty recollection of names of peoples and things Difficulties in speech, reading and writing, and poor comprehension. That's bull, man. I'm thinking, who on our show has had vasectomies? Uh-huh. Me and Lightning, that's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's call a Northwest University and say we've got two more test subjects that prove their case. Can I'm we, suing all of can you. Can we sue someone? If you can remember what suing means. Uh-huh. I won't remember the story later, but yeah. Isn't that interesting? About, is, yeah, that for, is that for so real? It is. Researchers at Northwestern University in Illinois have just come up with this uh, uh, quite a, I, quite a conclusive uh, survey. Uh, I wish I had study. known that in advance. Yeah, well, yeah, Lightning couldn't have a, couldn't afford to lose any brain cells. Here's, uh, here's proof of lightning. Point, here's proof of lightning's problem. I know, Kevin, that you don't want me on your side, so I'll make this brief. Please, we had brief. we had a teacher that was partly deaf in one ear and partly blind in another ear. <laughs> Blind in one ear. Uh, worse than that. I love me. That's me and light uh, right, right there. So the Snip Twins apparently are doomed to a, a future of even more dementia. That's BS. I'm with lightning. No one told us that ahead of time. Well, it's a little late, but here it is, black and white coming from Come on. University of But it's Northwest. it's an appropriate trade-off because who are the people on the show who you least want to see procreate? Have any more kids? I mean, it's worth it to them for them to lose a little of their skills in order to make sure we don't have any more of their kids. But it's a chicken and the egg thing, you know? Were they this bad before they got snipped, or should That's they have been snipped point. because they were this bad? Who knows yeah. now? By the way, the Snip Twins are opening up at Coachella. Oh, I love that, <laughs> yeah. for the record. They're great. Now, uh, you got... Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's what happened. <laughs> yep. All right, what's the next clip? Uh, we're I'm done. So we're going to go on to the week that was, or the roundup. You the kids. Cue the kids. Yay! USA! 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 Nailed it. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to Happy Goodbye to the Blue Janky. 
podcast. Like just, just keep feeding me all. These. I want to know more. This is how I learn. Just keep feeding me shit. I want to know who's making what, who's listening to what. Like I, I want to go into analytics and, and see how like who the the demographics of these of these uh, podcasts. Well, Andy Lennox isn't here, but I'm here, Dave. So I'm going to go into the podcast roundup for you. I thought he said anal Lennox, and now that. I think he said analytics. Yeah, but that was not how you say that word. There's a dictionary that says he's wrong, but that's not the first time that's happened with Dave the King of Mexico. His pronunciation of Spanish Mexican words are not that great. Yeah. But uh, first time, speaking of first times on vacation, he tried uh, conch for the first time. So let's play this back. Delicacy. And it was this thing called conch. Now, I don't know if you guys know what conch is, but conch is this little like it's it it's this big slug ish thing. Yeah, yeah, that's conch. So they're saying you had to eat conch. Conch is so damn good. Yeah, let me tell you, um, conch is not for me. I eat a lot of seafood, and conch just wasn't it. It was so tough and chewy. You know, I had it in ceviche, but then uh, I also had it fried and battered. And even the fried and battered one was still chewy and rough. But I did meet a conch, and it was very cute. It had two cute little eyeballs as it was coming out of the chair. It was all like, boo, 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 look at me, I'm an alien. Do, do, do. Um, and I just asked it, oh, can I eat it? So, <laughs> yeah, conch, uh, three out of ten, don't recommend. So Dave's eating some conch. He loves having conch in his mouth, but yeah. he says it's too tough. It makes sense. So, you know, if, if if you're not a big fan of conch, you don't like it being thrust upon you, Bill. Uh, so, uh, well, Janky Town had a uh, Topher Sheckler on. Remember our friend Topher? And uh, yeah. there was a K Rock consultant that they brought up. I need to be. Yes, I would recommend time. anyone out there. You know, get into consulting. Is is there radio consulting? Like maybe some there people... is. There is. There we is. had one. We had one at K Rock. <laughs> the guy came in and would come in and be like, "All right, here's what you did," and we were like, "Shut the fuck up! You're not even funny. Shut up!" We just kept telling him like we would have these stupid meetings with the consultant. We had oh a consultant. God, I think I remember you. T- you told me this. That, that now that I say this, you, I remember you telling me about this guy who was just. Didn't know what he was talking about, but you had to have meetings with him. Yeah, but like, like he would be like, "Omar, you do this, right? Yeah, well, maybe you should do more of this." And then Dave, you do this, and Beer Mug, you did this, and Kevin, what do you like? Kevin, you need to talk about more about your wacky ideas and your wacky. You're like, what the fuck? Do you not? Do you not even know us? Like, uh... so that consultant was worth all the money. Was that? I wonder Troy if that con- Conklin. I don't know. He said thoughts are things, right? I think they suffered a lot of consultants over the years, but that's the one I remember. Conklin, is that what Dave just ate? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it wasn't his first time trying Strickland? No, I remember that. Yeah, Ralph did an impression of him, and all they had was empty slogans, thoughts or things, and and so they did a whole skit about mocking him. All right, let's go over to the Frank and Friends show. We've seen Frank, Frank it to 11, and we've seen Frank uh, with his figs, but we find out about a new special mode that Frank has. Someday, you may want to tell the story of when you called me that night. 
Oh. Because okay. it was brutal. Yes. But I went into Frank knows what to do with dead people mode. Frank knows what to do with dead people mode. Does he know what to do with the bodies? Does he know what does he need to know? What do, what I, does, I'm glad what you clarified what that meant because I was like, what, what, what do you mean what to do with dead people? How to how to console their families? How to cremate them? Like there are some skills you don't need Dexter Morgan for. So, <laughs> well, last episode he did talk about cremation and all the whole, the whole process, but this was in, in reference to a friend of theirs passed away, and he was the one that put everything together. And he turns out to be the funeral planner for everybody. So he, he goes into this special mode where he just knows how to get everything set up for all of the all of the dead people coming in. That's the worst Jennifer Lopez movie, The Funeral Planner. <laughs> oh, I'm in. I'm totally watching that one. I'll watch that one, yeah. It's got to be better than Jersey Girl. Oh, mm. Kevin <laughs> Smith fired. Like to have <laughs> Sorry. Well, Kevin Smith knows that that's not his one of his better movies. But okay. Yeah, he does. Geely, Geely, is it better? It's better than Geely. Anything's better than Geely. Geely was bad. Oh my god. All right, Edwin, you said you found something. <laughs> no, I found it. It's Troy Coughlin. Troy Coughlin. Mm-hmm. That's the consultant that I think Dave was talking about, right? Yeah, Auckland right. sounds like an all-male resort in the Bahamas. <laughs> Come to Cockland. <laughs> you it's a new Disney conch. theme park. <laughs> in, in the Disney coming up. Disney Cockland Adventures. No. <laughs> Chris Hansen would have his own booth there. <laughs> and he'll be selling $20 cookies. All right, let's go over to Kevin and Sluggo. Uh, they they brought in a new song and they repeat. I'm just going to play the clip. Here okay. she is uh, introducing herself. Okay. Hello, world. My name is Anna Indiana, and I'm so excited to share my music with you. Okay, now before. You know what? You're not excited. Uh, yeah, but on the other hand, I like her voice. And I mean, immediately, I'm like, oh, she sounds hot. <laughs> Everything from the key, tempo. So, what they're reviewing is a new song that was completely written by AI from someone named Anna Indiana. AI. Is that right, like Hannah Montana? Going. I don't know. I don't know what it's trying to do, but it's 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 pretty bleak. Chord progression. All the things humans don't talk about. Right. In a string. Because it's dull. Because <laughs> it's weird. It's auto-generated using AI. I hope you like it. Here's my first song, Betrayed by This Town. Sounds kind of like a Casio keyboard. Yeah. A little bit. 100%. I like the progression, I have to say, though, sadly. So far, so good? Yeah, not too bad. Sitting at my favorite cafe, sipping my tea, it's... She's never done those things. Sitting at my favorite cafe. <laughs> I mean, I've heard more cardboard singers in real life. <laughs> but she's never sat at a cafe. No, that's true. She's never had any tea. She that's never true. will. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Saturday, thinking about all he's done to everyone. This town is full of broken dreams, shattered hopes, and silent screams. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. It's getting scary. It is. Somebody please help me. Help you what? (laughs) Betrayed by this town. What town? Let's tear it all down. Oh, my God. We're all 
just destined to fall. I've lost it all alone. I don't like her attitude. No, I'm a little afraid. I don't like her worldview. I don't like any of them. I mean, I have, I, I, you agree. Yes. We don't have to hear the whole thing. Because it's Ladies so good. Ladies and gentlemen, what are we doing to ourselves? Trade by this town. Let's, Let's tear, tear it all, all down. down. And I have a way. Is what AI came up with. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to allow it because if you have to think of like a young, you know, post-teenage, early adult years person, you have angst and, you know, anger with the world. I don't think that's actually too far off. I've heard worse out of punk bands, so it's not too bad. Yeah, those are real people, but the fear is AI is going to destroy us all. And the first thing that they create is a song about destroying a whole town. Well, yeah, you have to have an anthem <laughs> as you go ahead and tear down the human war. So, Could you imagine that if AI is just destroying the world and that's the music that's playing? They're just playing that out of, like, <laughs> loudspeakers everywhere. They can't yeah. even hear it. It's like, this is for you humans. Goodbye. Well, did you guys see that one robot? It looked like it was at a mall or whatever, but it was putting stuff, doing some type of work. And then it ended up killing itself within, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay, you're Everyone talking about the robot that was stacking blocks infinitely and reached over and unplugged itself from the wall. Yeah. 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 That yeah. there's some implications with that. Like it's like there is this is the boat the, the most logical solution is to not try. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I was thinking of uh Terminator, one of the Terminator movies where they, you know, the robots are killing everybody. And you play that song in the background, it totally fits. Ah, yeah. There you go. All right, uh, let's go over to the Ralph report. We find out a new quirk about Eddie. I actually, I don't like drinking out of glass. I prefer plastic. <laughs> you lessen the risk of chipping a tooth. <clears throat> what fresh hell is this? I don't, I prefer, like, I drink out of the glass here because that's what you provide me. But because it's at home, I drink out of plastic cups. You're f- almost exclusively. You're you're fucking with me. No, now. I'm not. You can ask Tracy. Why do you drink out of plastic? Because I hate glass. I hate drinking out of glass. I do not enjoy it. What? There's no enjoying or not enjoying. No, because you just... could bring it up and hit a tooth, chip a tooth. I just have that fear, that underlying fear of, that you're gonna chip a tooth by drinking misjudging the glass? the glass rays and chipping a tooth. How how long have you not been able to navigate? The glass to mouth. I can trip. navigate, like I said, I drink it here. I but you I do prefer it, you do it safely I'm, with two hands. Like no, I don't. I don't DJT it. <laughs> you trump it. No, you're I don't. Try to get a glass of water. I don't bring my head down to it. <laughs> but no, I I, just, I drink out of glass like a big boy. I had no words. Ralph was trying to brag about having these fancy crystal glasses, and he said he did not drink out of glass at all or preferred not to okay and then didn't he get in a sippy cup uh he did get a, a sippy <laughs> cup after that for the next episode yes you know it's gonna sound really horrible but uh a not the horrible part i did actually chip a tooth in college for my university years on a beer bottle um it, we were at a footy game which is australian rules football and it gets a little exciting so um yeah that happened but in all fairness, my fiance uh, refuses to drink out of glass glassware because she's afraid she's going to drop it. And normally you'd be like, oh, that can't be that bad. But I've seen her drop so many plastic cups in the house. I'm like, you know what? I, I think you're on to something here. Like, you know yourself. 
the little kids, we had plastic cups and bowls, and they have turned eight and ten, and they've transitioned into glass and ceramic. I I remember when I transitioned, I had like those, you know, the nineteen eighties, you know everyone had them in their house cups with the sippy top thing on it and you go 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 and eventually you become a big boy and you move past that so um i i, I guess eddie eddie hasn't well back in eddie's day they just like got their hands and drank everything out of their hands and the hose they were just, <laughs> just they were the just hose. going they they pour they take the hose to a puddle of mud pull up yeah. like mud pot yeah. right <laughs> i'd like to see eddie's cabinet it's like all plastic tupperware glasses Maybe he's got red solo cups. That's what I imagine. (laughs) But back in the day, like even the McDonald's glasses, when they gave out glasses were glass. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Mm -hmm. Um, You would buy jelly and a little in a jar, but then once the jar was done, it could be a glass. You collect it. Yeah. And it had the peanuts all over it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We were too poor for that brand. (laughs) Same. The only way I convinced uh, my family to buy it was because you get a free glass with it, and that oh. that's a bonus. You know, you're gonna There's buy jelly collection. anyways. This glass right? is right. You know, this guy, he's he's <laughs> onto something. Mm-hmm. Christopher is playing 4D chess, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, continuing with Ralph, uh, the Ralph report. We got uh, the return of Steve Stoneman. Every Friday, we pick a theme for the movies that we're going to take a look at. And the theme this week came courtesy of Steve Stoneman. This is Steve. A great idea for picking movies on Friday would be movies about boxing. There's a ton of them. Anyway, that's my idea. And I hope you agree. Now, let me be. Bye. So that's the theme. Boxing movies. He's right. There's sure. a ton of them. There is a ton of them. I want to thank Steve for the theme and for taking time out to call us from the cockpit of a fighter jet, which I thought was very <laughs> kind. Great multitasker. That's he Steve. Is, uh, he's running a sortie, <laughs> and uh, apparently he took some time out to call us up from the cockpit of the F-15 he was piloting. So that's probably why he hasn't left us a message in a while, because he's up there flying Maybe. his fancy jets. He's in an F- SR-71 Blackbird, flying at the speed of sound. Russ is trying to shoot him <laughs> down. Okay, that yeah, makes sense. Good good luck out there to you, Steve. Ah, <laughs> oh, we miss you, Steve. Stone Man! On Oh So Judgy, Drew got a shout-out. Well, we all got a shout-out, but Drew had a topic. And this is actually pretty interesting the way we're going to do it. And it was actually recommended to us by our good friend Drew over at the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. If you haven't heard of them, check them out. They are pretty awesome. They cover all things Kevin and Bean. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we, grew, we grew up on the Kevin and Bean show, so they cover everything Kevin and Bean. So if you guys, again, if you haven't checked them out, definitely go check them out. And we're, we're going to be doing, you know what? Actually, I'm going to let you cover it. Go for it. Okay, so I was on TikTok and I saw that they covered 10 of the most unhealthy fast food restaurants in the U.S. Drew, why did you uh, pick that topic? I actually didn't. That that wasn't the one I picked. But uh, it, it's <laughs> definitely something I... Diamond knows I love my fast food. And if Jack in the Box is on the list, I will stand by that masterpiece. Jack in the Box wasn't on their list. 
the topic I sent in was people that take something that they like angrily take offense at you enjoyed whether you're like i like this series of movies i think this video game is good something that someone else actually enjoys but they have to take like no you are a horrible human being for liking that so pretty much anything that dave the king of mexico likes <laughs> like the the prequels to star wars yeah that's exactly where this started so yeah okay yeah, I remember you bringing it up, and then this was the topic, and I was like, was that the topic? Well, okay, I'm rolling with it. It's okay. I'll, I'll roll with anything they throw at yeah. me. Uh, the number one unhealthiest restaurant, I don't know if how scientific this was. My question was, to you, my next question to you was, where where was this list from? But it's apparently just from TikTok. Was Wendy's. Wendy's is the most unhealthiest restaurant. I mean, I've seen the Baconator. Why. The Baconator is very unhealthy looking I'll, I'll i'll give that but you know wendy's actually has some pretty other health they have salads that they're delicious I'll, we'll give them that yeah. you want me to read the rest of the list or you guys want to guess Lindsay, guess uh mcdonald's right yeah that's number seven edwin uh carl's jr oh no that's not on there uh, is Hardee's on there? Because they are known by that name. <clears throat> Not on the list they gave. Arby's. Not on the list that they gave. Hmm. Taco Bell, my lunch. <laughs> yeah, Taco <laughs> Bell. All right, let's keep moving. Over on uh, Cup of Tea in a Chat, Bean had some bad news for Drew. I am a hard no on all weddings. And by the way... To the teabagger who just invited Donna and me to your wedding in Mississippi. I'm sorry we're not going to be there, but thank you for the invitation. I like to be invited, but I want everybody to know ahead of time I'm not going. That is lovely. Are you going to get uh, this random person a gift? Certainly not. Okay. All right. I'm a hard no on gifts as well. Yay! That's where the wedding's at. He nailed it. I'm, I'm proud of him <laughs> on there. And yeah, definitely <laughs> random person. And so, okay. Sorry, Drew. He's not making it's, it. No it's gift. all right. Uh, Don and I have been going back and forth on this for a while where we were trying to see if we could kidnap someone if it just hurt her. But uh, yeah, the, the move is a little bit too hard to make it to a wedding in Mississippi, which is the state I'll be married in. So Exactly. Yeah, right there. <laughs> all right. Uh, I got to cover the small world story. We were in a boat, and all of us noticed him run past through a door. He was clothed at this point, looked right at us all, but kept it moving. When we stopped, we assumed some idiot left his boat. We don't know what's going on. Bean, he jumped off the ride, started stripping off his clothes, and walking through the ride, through all of the little kids walking through them. They're just yeah. trying to sing a song. They're trying yeah. to live their life. And apparently, according to authorities... 26-year-old later detained by the police department, and he was arrested for indecent exposure and being under the influence of a controlled substance. So mm. they think he was tripping balls. Yeah. This is during It's a Small World? It's a Small World. There must be a penis joke here somewhere. I don't have it, but somebody's making one who's listening to this show. Ashley Escada made it in the next tweet. Okay. <laughs> she put a picture of a guy with a magnifying glass and said, from the looks of it, it is a very small world. So, yeah, that's uh, Allie reading it from a story from Ashley Escada. She's the, what, she was a tech blogger or a host of a tech show. Yeah, it would come on to the show a lot. Um, but Edwin, he sent me a clip of the actual incident from that boat. 
Hey, Lisa, I dare you to drink your water. I'm not sure that is water. Chicken. Lisa, drink the water. when swimming naked in the fermentarium. I am the Lizard Queen! <laughs> that was comedy for one. You forgot me. When that story came out, that was the exact scene of The Simpsons that popped into my head as Lisa swimming through the fermentarium of the Duff Gardens place. Exactly. <laughs> and why was Homer sick and he couldn't take him to Duff Gardens? He, he ate, ate a, a Quizno sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> oh sandwich how could i be mad at you <laughs> on a cup of tea in the chat they got a new announcer did they did they come oh, on did they play um i think ladies they... and gentlemen tea baggers and tea burgers this is a cup of tea in a chat with Ali McKay and Gene Bean Baxter. What about that? How's that for a little surprise today, huh? Who, was that Robbie? No. We talked recently about how Robbie seems to be taking the longest vacation ever, yes. wondering whether he was ever going to come back to work. And I think our friend Christopher from the Quitters Never Give Up podcast saw that as an opportunity. He said, I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm going to send in my my uh, audition to be okay. the announcer for a cup of tea in the chat. Because I felt like it was Robbie adjacent, but then I haven't heard Robbie in so long. Maybe it was Robbie. If that yeah. makes sense. Okay, well, thank you for that. It's like dueling, dueling deep voices open yeah. in the show. I think Robbie was an inspiration for baby announcers everywhere. I think that's yeah. probably the, the look he was going for. But right. thank you, Chris. We appreciate that. And welcome to yet another episode of the podcast we call A Cup of Tea and a Chat. Well, a couple of things on that. Um, I kind of have a deep voice already. Uh, but also, I think that's the role. If they're looking for an announcer, they're not looking for someone with a high pitch, right? Because Yo, you I'm need like the guy, for... you need the guy that does like the like beginning of Soul Trains, like hey, all you big mamas and soul cats out there, it's time for us to go ahead and get your low down. Wouldn't they just get Duan? Soul yeah. Train, Soul Train, <laughs> do 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 do. Well, you have to be willing to work for free, and I think Dewan charges. But I'm I'm just filling in, so that's the role. You don't yeah. try and stand out. Mm. Like in Dukes of Hazard, when they were going through the strike and they brought in their cousins, they didn't really go for a different type. They they both kind of looked like them, sort of. Right, Edwin? You're with me on this, right? Uh, that's one eighty show or late seventy show I did not watch. Sorry. Wow. What? I don't know. I just never got my eyes on that. On Daisy Duke, you missed out. Yeah. Oh, I knew who Boss she was. Hog. I just never watched the show. <laughs> Actually, I oh, think no. Jessica Simpson made that part her own. <laughs> <laughs> Award-winning hmm. actress, Jessica Simpson. She's got an EGOT, right? Two. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. All right. Let's 
let's uh, wrap this up. Uh, Ralph, uh, what did you think? That was weird. That was weird. Mm. It's you, Chris. It's not us. <laughs> Sorry. Eddie, you didn't like it at all? Nice. Too. Awful. see that coming. I hated all of it. I feel like I have bugs in my butt right now. <laughs> Sorry, Edwin. Sorry, Eddie. All right, Edwin, take us home with the week that was. Hello. Somehow I thought we were going to have a song. Oh, sorry, Lisa. Wait, here's my theme song. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin! No, Edwin. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Week of 2012. It's unusable at this point. <laughs> what was unusable? We'll see. You'll be shocked. This is the week that was November 26 to 30, 2012. The big news is that Bean was back after donating a kidney. So let's hear him the first day back. And now, this is disappointing again. Our feature presentation. <laughs> He thought things would change. Good morning, everybody. It's a uh, brand new Kevin and Bean show. It is a Monday morning, and Bean is going to try and work today. What? I know. That's crazy, right? It's not crazy. Come on. It's been, well, I guess it's been like 10 days Yeah, since surgery, right? How is everybody? But at least the email that you sent out over the weekend doesn't say that you're feeling worse now than you were. Before. Are you feeling worse? Here's the uh, here's the thing about that. And uh, for folks who don't know, I, I uh, had surgery on the 13th to have a uh, kidney removed. I woke up in a bathtub full of ice in Las Vegas. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. I never strange. even found the guys. But here's the thing, and I guess this is fairly common with surgery, is that you feel better a few days after the surgery. You go, hey, I, I pretty much am nailing this recovery. I'm, I'm, I'm on the road, you know, the path to wellness here. And then for some reason you take a dip and there's some sort of a letdown and you start to get worse for quite a while. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. I think I'm just coming out of the dip where I've been worse, though, I think. Is it just, uh, isn't that part of, doesn't that have to do with uh, medication? Like when you're in a hospital, they give you medication. And when you go home. You have to get off the medication. That's a good point. Well, not right away, but I mean, they, you know, it's not the same. Right. Yeah, I don't know. anymore. I, ha- that, I think that's really what it is, is it's, e- it's easy to heal if you're just laying around. But once you then try to live a life, you know what I mean? And Bean's life is like constant banging. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, there's no banging. There's women all over this world that expect that. And I will tell it. you in a little while how there may never be any more banging again. <laughs> I will never take my penis for granted again. Either. I can't wait. That's all I care about. It's unusable. At this point, <laughs> we thought it was before, so it's kind of a surprise. Yeah, but we were always <laughs> guessing before. That's before, true. I was just keeping it in a glass case and saving it for a special occasion. Now, I don't <laughs> care how hot you are, I couldn't do anything about it. So, well, we'll have to discuss. Again, that's been true for a long time. <laughs> Go ahead. So, Bean's back. Wow, only 10 days after surgery. You know how Bean always says if he won the lottery, he would just ghost everybody? We know that's not true. He cannot stop broadcasting, even after an operation. So he mentioned that he was having trouble downstairs. Uh, listen to the joy in Kevin's voice through this whole story. And something's not right down there, you guys. <laughs> is it feeling heavy? You feel a little heavier than normal? Something is not right down there, you guys. And I go, what's happening here? And I... 
take off my, my PJs, and I'm telling you that my genitals have <laughs> swollen up, and I'm not joking, to three times their normal size. Wow! Three times their normal size. Picture everything you think you're thinking you're seeing, and then triple it. And that's what it looked like. And I freaked the F out. I well, I can too. imagine. Like, did, did any doctor say, hey, by the way, one of the side effects might be? No. What? How about a heads up that that might happen? How about a head up, heads up on the <laughs> is, that, is it something that does happen often? or? Well, I've learned since that it is a side effect that happens in a small percentage of people. And I guess that it's not unlike other abdominal surgeries that you have, like people who go in for lipo, for instance. You know, they move that whole area around a little bit and things get displaced. And there's apparently a fair amount of fluid that is kind of moving around down there. But it doesn't pool. It's not like you can drain it or anything like that. It's just kind of spread out in the tissue. But it, it gets moved around your body. Now, it might end up in your stomach and it just may puff out and you might look pregnant, for instance, if you're a girl. Or in my case, it may just go all immediately to your junk and just blow up. And I'm telling you, guys, I looked like I had a, a balloon animal for a penis. <laughs> Balls. Okay, I forgot how long that clip is. I think we'll, that we got the point, Pete. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the plug there. <laughs> So, is that why Bean had that balloon animal lady on the podcast that one time? Ah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Okay, this was such a weird week because Bean was back from <laughs> surgery. Ralph was gone. He went to Philadelphia to see an Eagles game. He had um, a sideline pass. So people were gone. People were coming back from surgery. And Psycho Mike decided to drop in and help out. Uh, this is Bean uh, speaking from the Kevin and Bean Show. Back at work for the first time since donating a kidney on November the 13th. I am back. One of the side effects that I was not expecting as a result of my abdominal surgery was incredibly swollen genitals. Mm -hmm. I guess all sorts of uh, liquid gets moved around in your body when they do that kind of surgery, and then it's got to end up someplace, and that's where mine ended up. And it's insane. I just want everybody to understand. <laughs> I saw the incredibly uh, swollen genitals last night at the Troube. Very good. They go just by ISG <laughs> they nowadays. Do. ISG it's, it's, yeah, they're, they're like J.C. Penny. They want to get get rid of their old name. Right. Uh, I want everyone to know that I was recently. I, well, this entire weekend I was in Seattle, uh, Bean, where Bean lives, and we weren't unfortunately able to get together. But Bean really wanted us to hang out. Desperately, because... not because he wanted to share great conversation, not because I haven't had a chance to see his home, because he was so desperate to show me his incredibly swollen balls. And, and <laughs> But Mike, who better to show it to than somebody like you who appreciates medical oddities? You are the freak show guy. You're the first guy who wants to see that photo that's going around on the Internet that, that makes everybody else's stomach. That's turn, true. Right? No, not only do I appreciate medical oddities, I love penis. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> so I really look. Here's the thing. I I know I'm a little bit uncomfortable with this, but I know how much how entertaining it would be for everybody else to see what's going on with me right send now. Send it over just from a freak show standpoint. But I don't trust anybody enough to send it in an email. Send so I the thought photo. if I show it to Mike, he's somebody who can then explain to everybody. Yeah. No, no, Bean wasn't lying. It was really effed up. I just I just imagine I'm looking like a like I just imagine the whole area is like a grape uh, like a eggplant right now. <laughs> Purple, <laughs> huge, oh, God. kind of like. He says it's tied in a knot. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> it is. It's like a it's like a balloon animal penis, Michael. Is oh, it is, so. You can trust me. So jealous. You can trust me. I can't, Send I it don't to trust me. You. Send I don't her the trust photo. You with me of no, all because... the people in the world. 
You'll send it to everybody. Look, it'll end up on the internet. Lisa, I, don't I, never I will show them on my phone, and no, then I will delete it. Lisa, I, I don't will, I swear you. to Lisa God. Lisa would never, ever willingly do that to you, Bean. But I do feel like she has such a small grasp of how to work technology <laughs> that accidentally someone would get a hold of it. As I was listening to this, I was thinking, what a bizarre situation. Lisa's asking for a dick pic. I mean, she got enough unsolicited ones over the years. <laughs> and Psycho Mike went up to visit Bean just for that. Man, this was, this was a crazy week. But Psycho Mike is the guy because he loves oddities. Let's move on to some more, some better stuff. Listen to this opening. This is something that Christopher and I like. Uh, let's talk about today's Kevin Abito, shall we? What happened to you? You used to be about the booze. <laughs> I'd say still am. Well, that's a nice little Simpsons clip. I sent that into Bean. And this nice. was on the same thing. Uh, we also have a couple of missed double Decembers coming in today. Whoa, look at those Magambos! <laughs> so another Simpsons clip. Oh, Krusty. Good old Krusty, yeah. Oh, and here's the big moves. The big moves. They had some cows in the big moves that day. The big news was a new movie that Ralph mentioned on the show Bisbee. Everyone is talking about the Lindsay movie. Yeah, the Lindsay movie. Can't wait. They're trying to kick <laughs> her out of her house. She's resisting. Oh, it's going to be great. That was, of course, Lindsay Lohanhan. She was in the news again. So the, Who was that? <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan? Lohan. I guess I've had some mimosas today or something. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan made the movie Liz and Dick. It was about Liz Taylor and uh, Richard Burton. So they're kind of reviewing it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and that script by all accounts was just terrible. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 could have, you could have found 10 Oscar-winning actresses to try that role, and it would have been bad the way it was written. I'm going to do so. one line for you. She's okay. in Gestadt, Switzerland, with her kids after she and Richard split up because he goes back to his wife. And she's sitting there smoking and drinking. Her kids are playing, and she goes, I'm bored! I'm bored! I'm bored! <laughs> <laughs> I swear <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> And all right, strong. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, they turned that into a drop for years. I think I got <laughs> one. This was in Ralph Showbiz beat. And uh, I know you were dying to find out, Kevin. I don't know if you saw the finale or not last night, but we now have a new Dancing with the Stars All Stars champion. Oh, it turns oh, out here, I didn't, didn't watch. Here she this is one. great. She, because it was an all-female final for the first time ever on the show. Wow, that huh? was tense. It was Melissa Rycroft with Sean Johnson and Kelly Monaco. Wait, Melissa I thought Rycroft. this was Dancing with the Stars. I, I don't yeah. recognize any of these names. Yeah. Yeah. Who is Melissa Rycroft again? She was a Bachelorette, right? Uh, let me take a little uh, look here. She was a Bachelorette. Lisa's right. Yes. You're not allowed to be a celebrity just because you've been on another ABC reality show. That doesn't make you a celebrity. That's no. always made them celebrities. Now. Yeah. Apparently it does. I mean, that didn't used to be that way, but now it sure is. Melissa and her partner, Tony Dovlani, were the winning couple. They picked I'm up bored! The... I'm bored! I'm bored! <laughs> they picked up the, you, Lisa. the coveted mirror ball. So congratulations. I've never wanted that, by the way. It's You've never, never been won coveted. the coveted mirror ball? No, no, never been coveted by me. Yeah, they found good use for that drop over the years. So I actually went onto YouTube and I found the original with the real Lindsay Lohan here. I'm bored. I'm so bored. I like Lisa's better myself. <laughs> let's play a game this is the killers as they were going to be on the upcoming almost acoustic christmas 
Yeah, let's do the intro and then we'll just uh, play the game amongst ourselves. This is a game that we like to call Killer Endings. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, we, we didn't have Omar was out today. We didn't have an intro. So well done. We did it on the fly, you know. The name of the game again? Killer Endings. Beautiful. What it means is we are going to start playing a song from the Killers. When it stops, you have to pick it up at that point in the song and sing the correct lyrics. Oh, would I be so bad at this song? Yes, <laughs> game. Right. I would be so bad at I don't know any of these songs. I think like I would that. be bad at most games that involve lyrics. Yeah. yeah. I just I wouldn't be able to do it. But some yeah. people are able to, and the people who do get put into the drawing, you get pit passes, you get backstage passes for both nights of the sold-out 23rd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Well, we did say we were looking for Killers fans, so I assume we got some uh, you got some players here. Let's start with Jonathan. He is on line one. We'll see how he does. Well, how he yes, does. We will. <laughs> Killer ending. How are you going to does, Jonathan? Uh, not too good. Probably, probably worse than Omaroki. Oh, wow. Well, there's nothing worse than Omaroki. Okay, again, we're going to start playing a killer song for you. When they stop singing, you pick it up. Give us at least a couple of lines so that we know you know the song. You go into the drawing. Good luck. Okay, so we're going to play the song. And then you just pick up. I'm going to start off with Jen. This is for you. There you go. Here's your killer song. Okay, jump in. Something of my evil eye. It's just the price I pay. Destiny is calling me. Open <laughs> up your evil eye, because I'm Mr. Brightside. Ah, wow, nicely done. In, or Lindsay's into it. Now let's see how the listener did. And then it goes. But, but it's just a price I pay. Destiny is calling me. How about that? Okay, First thing. Well done, Jonathan. Yeah. Very impressive. Okay, so Jonathan and Lindsay got it right. Okay, this will be yours, Lindsay, then. George is on line two. Again, the game we're playing is called Killer Endings. Yeah, we need Omar back. <laughs> hey, George. Very clever, guys. You ready for your song? No, let's do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> can we tell them the name of the song, or does it matter? It doesn't matter. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. sure we can. When you were young, by the killers. He doesn't know a thing about Jesus, buddy. Talks like a gentleman. Da -da 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 well when done. you were young. We should give all these to Lindsay, huh? Okay, let's see how George did. He doesn't look a thing like Jesus, buddy. Talks like a gentleman. Nicely done. How about that? Well done. Very uh, impressive. Okay, uh, Drew, do you feel up to doing one? Do you like the killers? Oh, let, let's do it. I I love the killers. So okay. The problem is I'm going to suck at this. I don't think so. I have a good feeling about it. Hey, here's yours. All right, Stephanie, hi. Hello. Now, seriously, no one's gotten it wrong yet. <laughs> oh, Stephanie, so the how, on. Yeah. how have you been doing listening on hold to the other contestants? Uh, pretty good. I've known all the songs. All right. But I'm afraid that I might get stumped now because mm. they got all the easy ones. Well, this is Smile Like You Mean It. You know that okay. one? Okay. All right, here you go. I do. Say something. You know you've only got 
smile like you mean it. Ah, that's what you think. This no. one's kind of a trick one. I know. I knew I was going to get it wrong. Yeah, there's something before that. Smile like you mean it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it starts out. I would nice have gotten Thank you very much for playing. Sorry. Let's try one more. Let's show Melissa. Sorry, bad contestant. <laughs> <laughs> so Stephanie had a good sense of humor about herself. Christopher, here's yours. Try Melissa on line five. She'll be our final contestant, win or lose on Killer Endings. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, Melissa, you there? Yes, good morning. Hi, Lisa. Hi there. All right, this is uh, Somebody Told Me. Here you go. Uh, was it like somebody told me that you had a girlfriend that was a boyfriend that was a something? That, somebody yeah, told me, me you had you a boyfriend wait, wait, let Lindsay do it. that looked like, looked a, like girl a girlfriend that had something February last year. It's not confidential. When we do our cover, all right, Edwin. Song. All right, Edwin. I I owe you fifty bucks for getting them to sing together. <laughs> You're welcome. Let's see how the listener did. <laughs> he told me that you had a boyfriend who looked like a girlfriend that I hadn't said you wearing of last year. <laughs> well, somebody nice. told me you had a boyfriend who looked like a girlfriend that I hadn't said you wearing of last year. Wow, is The Killers like your favorite band, Lindsay? She's into it today. No, but I think most of these songs were came out when I was in high school, especially like Mr. Brightside was like the typical mm-hmm. teenage angsty song. Yeah, if it was on the, the Sam's Town uh, album, trust me, we we probably know it. It got played in in. Oh, yeah, it did get a lot of Spencer, right? Yeah, I'm a big Killers fan myself. Okay, let's move forward. Uh, they ended the week with the Mr. Dub Mr. <laughs> Man, am I messed up today? The Miss Double December contest. The Mr. Double December? Yeah, that, that's the new one, I guess. <laughs> Bean was entering um, that one. So, <laughs> first they had a special guest. Man, I'm, let's take two on this. Those are It was boots. the Miss, Miss Double December Contest 2020. Giant size 10. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a special Sorry, guest. Dr. Would you date any of the Miss Double December contestants? Why not, Bean? This is America! The Great Dotel. Actually, that was from last year. That was from the year before, 2012. Uh, this double December contest was a little bit a little bit lacking to me. Bean didn't go. He wasn't feeling well. So I just didn't have the snap it usually did. So I'm just going to bring the winner. Lux is our new winner. Lux is Miss Double December 2013. We've got some roses for Allie. Thank you so much, Allie. You did a great job. Let's get that sash and crown on Lux. Thank you. Oh, my God. You did compete last year as well. You came in the top three last year. Yes, I did. And I had a blast last year, and I 
you know, I had so many wonderful people who supported me last year and wanted me to come back and try again. So you know what? This is for you guys because I love you guys. I wouldn't be here without you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, I went on YouTube and there's a lot of the shows, the video of the Double December pageants. So those were always fun shows. Just this one didn't have been, so not quite as fun. Is that the one where they said, Giant size cans. <laughs> that was in the opening of the Friday show, the opening montage. That's one of mine, and it's from February McGee and Molly. Not a lot of people know that, or care to know that. <laughs> oh, wait, we've got a quick call. What about the week that was this week? I'm bored! I'm bored! I'm bored! Oh, sorry, Lisa, I did my best. Anyway, that's it. Back to you, Steve. All right, I think Lindsay has some moments with for us. All right, here we go. And now, a moment with Lindsay. There's a story to this which makes me laugh every single time because back when Instagram stories was first, or not stories, questions was introduced, people didn't know whether they were anonymous or not. And so people would ask questions not knowing that the person who asked the question was going to see the identity of Next up, we have uh, Andrew. Oh, sorry. The identity of the responder, which makes no, absolutely no sense. But we don't have a closing part of the moment with Lindsay. So it's anyone's guess whether the moment continues or not. Oh, okay. Well, you want me to make you a closing one too now? Well, yeah, that's kind of the idea is you have to have an opener and a closer. So you know when the end of the moment is, as I explained last week. Edwin, where's the I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored drop? I'm bored! <laughs> I'm bored! I'm bored! All right, next moment. And now, a moment with Judge Drew. D. Drew, and can D. I ask you what the hell you just said in the chat? Uh, oh, uh, pre-Love Mesa Rob, because when they put the Love Mesa Rob, like, they did the uh, film version of it from the play. Uh, yeah, but and now a moment, with Drew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just we'll go with that. Yeah. Okay, so you were just saying that the year 2012 is yes, before the, before movie, the, the version. movie version of Les Miserables came out. Yes, and what you said in the chat was wow, pre Les Miserables. Well, in all fairness, <laughs> I wasn't typing on my keyboard. I have my phone out here because I'm a little bit further back from the mic. That's easy. Like the, okay, yeah. Uh, there's a reason. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> all right, thank you. When we do a moment with chat version, that's going to make it for sure. We'll see you next week on a moment with Drew. <laughs> that was a moment with Judge Drew. Gee. You know, see, that's should, how you do it. So you know should, when it starts and ends, see? Yeah, see that? And then also, just so you know, they should have never legalized cannabis in this state because, yeah, that's... I, I Was I high? Was I asleep? I don't know what I was trying to say then. I, I apologize. I take that back. The thing is, I think it was Eddie talking about Ryan Gosling and his drop. And I don't know if you thought that Ryan Gosling potentially starred in the movie version of Les Mis or if it was just... I don't even know. So I, I re-listened to this episode, yeah. and it was Ryan Gosling and Anne Hathaway that they were talking about. Oh! And, and that's when the message came in, and then it played for a little bit, and then that's when we had the moment with Drew. Chat. So it was Anne Hathaway. 
Make perfect sense to me. Now, I understood the message. I understood exactly what he said, even when he was trying to explain the moment. That was perfect to me. Good, because I didn't. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> All right. Next moment. And now, a moment with Judge Rudy. It's a combination of uh, a guessing game and a does Lindsay or do, do the youngs know? Dis Lindsay, that's like dyslexia. That's her new word now. Dis Lindsay. Uh, okay. Can we file that? Yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> All right, next segment. That was a moment with Judge Drew. So I had to keep in the the bookend of Jen saying next segment because she's always the one who ends everybody's moments. You see how I just now go, yeah, you're right. I, I don't even fight it at this point. I'm like, file, it's next week. My bad. There's never any reason to fight it. All right, next. A moment. Moved on to talk about what the hell is audacity. So intercom or Radio.com is changing their name to Audacity, which sounds like Audacity, which is Audacity. Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. It's it's even tricky to read it. Just try and read it. But uh, yeah, it's Odyssey. And they suspect they're going to drop all their radio. Bean says... Next moment. <laughs> A moment with Kurt. The fall of vomit, or the autumn of vomit, vomit, autumnal vomit. This is going to be cut into a moment with Chris from Lindsay Miller. Um, <laughs> going into the week of Larry. <laughs> uh, no, let's move on. Some With Kurt. I called it though. That's I don't think that counts. Of course it counts. You just you just make my <laughs> job a little easier. And you had a moment saying this is gonna be cut into a moment as well. So that's also I agree. Yeah, dude, I've started accepting him. Why can't you? He has. He's just yeah. he's just proving it now. He's just proposing it now, exactly. All right, just two more. Very short. And I don't have intros and outros for these. Next up, we have uh, Intertet Roundup. Intertet? Um, yeah, exactly. And I think, too, and so, and yeah, I could see where then people may want to tune in or they'll go back and watch it later, even though the live um, uh, viewership might be down. It might not be down as far as recorded or things like that. Two separate moments with both Jen and Eddie that my computer just cut together. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, how are we getting out of this? Lindsay, hey, say bye to everybody. Thanks for listening to Quitters Never Give Up, episode 133. I can't wait to listen to this back. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye. Au revoir. Goodbye. USA! 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 Can't talk, coming down. Fuck that. These motherfuckers going right back to the goodwill. This has been a Quitters Never Give Up presentation. I am the Lizard Queen!